But uh hey, uh we was uh talking about um the uh, civilizations the last the other day and Trevor, yeah. Trevor had brought something up to me. Um what was mm-hmm. that? You, you you got your nose right over there because he said something to me and, yeah. made, and it made me wonder and this is why I brought up these two things because I, I have uh, some of um, I have one of Plato's books up that I want to talk about and then um, of, of course I'm, we got the map of the Antarctica right now too alright well um, what I was reading basically uh, in through a number of different sources, what I, what the to me all the commonalities uh, that you have to view a civilization as a network. Um, consider it like uh, a, an example, like a computer board. Um, all the little nodes they work in and and they coerce together. They work together in unison. Um, but the the what the ep- excerpt on this uh, the article said population of intelligent creatures on any planet or galaxy by definition forms a network okay because if you weren't to have a network especially on a computer it would be nothing but chaos so if there's no interaction then there's no network everything has to work in unison Uh, but if you break it down into like social or just you know regular people you would have to go with psychology sociology and biology just to break them all down yeah i think i I think i hit on that a little bit when i was talking about getting that meta view and like if we wanted to classify civilization technically all we had to do was zoom out and look at the world and you know we can classify that as a civilization itself so i mean that's kind of what you you were um describing with that with that uh, synopsis is what you know uh if you want to try to describe a civilization, it's literally, like you said, anything that's a network of a living biology would be considered mm-hmm. a civilization. A civilization of ants, a civilization of aliens, you know, <laughs> technically it could be. But see, that, but that's why I said earlier, um, or uh, the other day, is uh, Margaret Mead, when she talked about the, the broken femur, you know, but even other animal species uh, do take care of sick, don't they? Like I've I've seen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like a a a lion will lick its cubs' wounds, and the antibodies in the the mother lion's mouth actually help to stimulate um, antibacterial properties in the cub. So that's a form of not only um, nurturing, but natural bonding from from parent to child. So, I mean, there's, there is that almost, you could say it's instinctual, but, I mean, some mother lions have been known to eat their cubs as well. Not only know. that, not only is that, but look at it. In nature, because, like, I think all humans have that capability, but do all animals have that capability, or is it really just kind of a one-off like the a very very intelligent or emotionally um, evolved, in particular cat that does does this. You know, I'm using that as one example. And then you know, devolved. You know, it eats its cub. Yeah, yeah but you also have, look at the Hindus and uh, look India. You know, 
uh, the elephant, the mother elephant will do anything for her cub. So, yeah. Yeah, you know, well, the, same thing. Cub, cub is hurt, you know, that, that mother, cub, that mother, she's going to do anything to protect that baby. Yeah, yeah, I get it, I get it. Huh. No, it's just, it's just, um, <clears throat> it's just crazy because, you know, we are considered uh, animals, I mean, and we're the most dangerous yeah. one. <laughs> the basic description of us are is we are a living organism. And then the next step up from that is we're an animal. And then, you know, we start going further and further down the chops of species and genome and, you know. <laughs> it's just crazy. It's the most dangerous one because a lot of the times it's stupidity is attached to it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's the problem. We have a lot of great minds and great people in the middle. Man, there sure is a big chunk of idiots at the back. Yeah. A very small yeah, portion of stupid. intelligent, smart people at the front. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like it's like an arrow. You have the nice sharp point at the tip that does all the work. You have all the normie in the middle, and then at the end you have this just. <laughs> but I guess you need all the parts, right? Yeah. Yeah, but see, and this this all ties into what we want to talk about today, which is Antarctica, which is famous for a lot of whole bunch of mythologies, theories, hypotheses, arguments, debates, comparative studies, discussions. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Broken friendships because <laughs> somebody believes <laughs> Right. So why don't we talk about the the actual enigma of Atlantis rather than trying to solve the problems? Let's let's why don't we kind of you know unravel some of the wildest conspiracies? You know what I mean exactly. from from the most sure. mu mundane of conspiracies to the ooh way out there. <laughs> I mean why not right? So I mean um, ten foil hats tonight. <laughs> Well, so I mean, so, I've got some bullet points because you know I do my homework as well. So, like so, knowledge and advanced technologies. Uh, uh, there's an Illuminati connection. There's the underwater mining and resource ex exploration. That they think there's a bunch of nuclear material there. They think there's a giant amount of gold. They think there's giant oil reserves. China's there uh, right now. Yada yada, and um, there's a bunch of government cover-ups and suppression of evidence. So. If they're suppressing it and covering it up, we don't even actually know what's happening. So, what is the government doing there? And we can just go into some crazy conspiracy theory about that. The New World Order's agenda: Are they trying to defrost it and make it a new piece of land? Are they trying to terraform it by doing? A, you know, one one theory that I heard, conspiracy theory I heard, was that all this, all this. Um, the uh the lines in the sky the fucking trails the fucking chemtrails chem yeah yeah all the chemtrails have been <laughs> what it does is they're they're releasing aluminum metal flakes all over which is reflecting sun back and that's bouncing around the world melting the fucking south pole and that's a way crazy out there one and that's a new world order one but i mean what lengths would you go to have a brand new piece of land on earth bigger than australia do you know what i mean yep 
what lengths yeah. would you go to? I mean, there's no people there. There's all the resources are still there. It's like, it's like uh, playing an RPG game, and the you just covered uncovered this clouded area. You just made it to this area. It just became unclouded, but you still have to go into that area to discover it all. It's like it's one of those last. Re- it's like it'd be like discovering a new planet. It, it quite literally be it would be. You know, like let, I'm not a flat earther, but we got to give them some credit as well because still to this day, people have set out to circumnavigate Antarctica and no one's been able to complete it. So, like, got to give it some yeah. some sort of that there's that there's like some type of ice wall. I mean, if no one's ever been able to circumnavigate, then what the hell's going on? Uh, describe so, circumnavigate because some people may be hearing this and don't understand like, what that means. Like sailing yeah. all the way around the island, mapping everything. Yeah, take the globe, turn it on the end. There's Antarctica. Start here and go go around it. it it's yep. been done. People go to it and leave, and then they go to it and leave, and they go to it and go around it and leave. But they never go around it. And every time they attempt it, it's like a Bermuda Triangle type thing. Oh, lost ships or planes and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, or okay. there's been claims that they've sailed through the, a crack in the ice that leads to a, a, another land. I don't know. Uh, they're all conspiracy theories. I but, mean, but, like, so, so to jump on a topic real quick, just to jump on a topic real quick. So let's. I, I really like the idea of talking about Atlantis and the South Pole. I mean, personally, I I've seen a lot of evidence about Atlantis. Read a lot of Atlantean books. Um, the from the original stories from Plato and before to I come to to think that it's somewhere on the on the western African coast, um, northern African coast. That's where I, I personally the all the evidence that I've seen over the years and the literature I read for me puts it there. But shot structure puts it there because for me because of its location okay in its celestial location so it, looking at it and then looking at the stars okay so it, it puts it there but i've heard an interesting theory about atlantis and the south pole that there may have been pre-younger dryas right before the k13 um, impact event Right before that happened, there was a soul. I, I think at maybe, maybe there was a pole shift and the earth kind of just rotated, you know, and it put Atlantis where it would be, would have been in this celestial spot that marks it looking out at the stars. It could have rotated it down to the and froze it solid. Do you know what I'm saying? So that that yeah, would well, literally mean it, Atlantis didn't just disappear and wash into the ocean, because it. I mean, it, I mean, the stories of it disappearing, just you know, going away. It could, you know, that could be true. Well, um, if that if that's the case, then then and Atlantis um, is untouched, or it's hang, just being. Hang on, if that's the case, then great uh, the Great Pyramid of Giza wouldn't be exactly where it's at and being in the exact location of the, the speed of light in itself. Yeah, but okay, whenever you hear someone say it's exactly the speed of light, it's exactly the speed of light, by what measurement, what unit? By cubits? 
by feet, by kilometers, by what? You have this, these measurements are, because the pyramids are built with the um, Fibonacci equation, okay? It's, no matter how you scale it, you're going to be able to take those measurements and get that same light speed. You should be able to get that same light speed, but you can't. It's just an anomaly where the, that, 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 because if you measure the other pyramids, they don't, you don't get the light speed. You, you measure the grounds, you don't get the light speed. It's just this one in particular measurement. I, I would approach that with great credulity. Um, when you take those things with a grain of salt for if only the reason of what measurements is it being taken that now, cause we measure light, the light speed is what kilometers per hour or miles per hour. Which one is it? That's two different numbers. Do you know what I'm saying? So if I was measuring in cubits and I was in the UK and translating it to meters, I would have never, it would never match the speed of light. It just wouldn't. But if I was measuring from cubits to um, feet or, you know, the, the another measurement by a knots or whatever, you know, it's not going to come out to the speed of light. It just, and, and technically it doesn't. It's just very close, super, super close. And, um, you know, I, I don't want to like, I'm not trying to rain on anybody's parade, but I, you know, that's just like one of the things that I, that, that rebirth is good about is, you know, be careful about finalities and, and facts that, because that's not a fact it's, it is super close and the odds of it being that close are astronomical, but Hey, people win the lottery, you know, once a month. Right. Right. <clears throat> well, let me, let I'm me go ahead. Go ahead. Trevor. I'm looking- I'm looking at fullfact.org. This is just a uh, reference. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the coordinates of the Great Pyramid of Giza is 29.9792458 degrees north, which is also the speed of light. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but, but mm, okay. I mean, that's... Yeah. No, 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 Fibonacci math works like that. You, something here is going to look the same up here. Is going to look the same up here. It just does. That's cool. No, and see, man, I, I, you're not the first person that I heard that say, heard, heard say that either. And that's why I yeah. like like these different well, I'm theories. Not, I'm so, but, but see, but see, just, I'm just trying to. And my and my and I, my thing wasn't saying what your point was. I'm not. I'm not. Um, discounting or just trying to disprove. No, no, or, no. no. I, I'm, I'm, I, I'm, what I'm, I'm saying is. That in particular fact, I, I just had to say something, but now we're kind of trailing off on it. So no, 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 that's <laughs> good. That's good. We talking about yeah, yeah, two hundred ninety nine million seven hundred ninety two thousand four hundred fifty eight meters per second. Meters per <laughs> second. <laughs> uh, meters uh, oh. per second. That's fucking insane. So let me, that's fast. But 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 see, this is good because we're talking about Atlantis and we're talking about Antarctica, not Antarctica. Now let me make sure I understand this, Crow. Um, you think that the island of Atlantis could be Antarctica, not because it actually sunk underwater, but because it's under snow? Or yeah, ice? it's it's literally it's underwater. It's under a sea of snow. Okay, and 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 Trevor, 
what 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 is your thoughts can you can you just i just want to make can you say one more time so i can i can bet i can try to understand again because i i know i think i understand what you're saying but i, I just need to hear it one more time my, my point is like if if an Arctica was in that sweet spot and then the pole shift happened then the great pyramid of giza wouldn't be in the exact location that it is right now Okay. Yeah, the pyramid. Okay, so so but, so you're so you're basing your point off because of the location of Giza itself, because it lines up with uh, uh, the speed of light, and and where correct. Low, when, okay, so and okay, so so okay now I got you. Now, I understand now, what he's now, saying. No, I understand. No, 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 I get it. I get it. Get that now. You've now, got a square that's on the on. What was what was the last post? Like goes off of north. I get you. No, no, because this is how I'm thinking. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. Because I'm, I'm gonna get, to, I'm gonna get to my point. I'm just trying to understand both of you guys and see if it's. I'm just trying to see if I, if you guys are saying the same thing and but just having different theories on how it happened. So let me see. So. I'm looking that up right when, now. When was the last time? Yeah, when was the last pole shift? That's what we need to find out. Yeah, well, approximate the the approximate last shifting of the poles now. Yeah. Here's it, my it, here's my quandrum. Here's my quandrum. Right. Okay. Is the Atlantean legend thousands of it years? Says the last, it says the last reversal occurred seven hundred and seventy-two thousand to seven hundred seventy-four thousand years ago. Seven hundred and seventy-two thousand. Now that's that's the pole switch, but not a pole shift. Because a pole shift is different. That that's that's just a that's just going to cause a wobble just what, a little what bit. Type, not, what type in both? Not of them, the, the poles don't completely reverse, but they so, will so, wobble. So so you said his was a pole what? A pole shift? A pole a pole flip? Okay, so, so uh, you want the pole flip? Okay, hang on. The last, the, never mind. No, the last time it, the last time it was just a pole shift, which okay. was a, so, a, a shift. So 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 what should we put in? When was the last? I don't, I don't okay. know. But, no, All right. I found an article. It's oh, pretty much the same thing that I read a minute a second ago. But uh, hang on. It's at Europa.eu. So here's my quandrum for you, um, Trevor. So so oh, hear me out. Now, reversal. Okay? Yeah, they do have a flip and reversal. Damn. Yes. That's oh, that, okay. The the uh that was shift. The reversal is seven hundred and eighty thousand years ago. Yeah. Um, so my thing is also we have um, we have land displacement and crust uh, movement as well. So what if this piece of land actually broke off and drifted into the um, the position that it's in now, and all the other land masses were still there? Do, do you see my? I mean, there's there's a couple of ways that. Atlantis could have been in the position that I believe that it was originally in by Plato's account in the the, the area and the region that it was in. So you and can, I think you that think maybe Antarctica, right? It somehow shifted. Yes, that 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 the island didn't sink. It, it actually disappeared into the ocean. But I think what happened is it is slowly over time, over generations and generations, the landmass got further and further away, and it literally looked like it was sinking into the ocean. Do you know what I mean? Well, I'm going to tell you guys what I know because I, I I think just, you guys are that's on the just same a thought. page. No, no, I think y'all both on the same page because 
The last post shift flip and reversal is around the same time from what I see about 700 some odd thousand years ago. Now, when was when do you think the Pyramid of Giza was uh, uh, built? I personally think it was built. I have a I have a very large range because, you know, I, I, I don't like to give myself this finality of like from here to here. So, I mean, from I, I say minimum. To me personally, minimum twelve thousand eight hundred years ago, pre Younger Dryas, up to there, to approximately maybe thirty to thirty two thousand years. I've I've heard way more than that, fifty hundreds, but I think the the thirty thousand, thirty two thousand year really fits in with a lot of things that that seem to line up in order for that particular monument to be built then. And um, in my opinion, I think I don't know. Was Atlantis pre pyramids? And if you know, like, what if Atlantis was the 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 builders of the pyramids, ancient pyramid? You know, we if I'm saying, hey, the pyramids eight thousand years old, or ten thousand years old, or fifteen thousand years old. What if back then those people at the pyramids that were building it were saying, hey, Atlantis is 8,000 years old, 10,000 years old, 15,000 years old. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm trying to put it into context. Like, you know, what we see now and look back as ancient. What about those people? What did they look back and see as ancient? And could some of those stories have progressed through time, through the verbal um, um, lineage of storytelling? You know, I mean, I, I, I don't know very speculative I but so. i do have ideas more on atlantis I, and i mean uh the south pole antarctica go ahead Listen Chef, sorry. the last reversal occurred between 772,000 and 774,000 years ago since then the field had has almost reversed 15 times and called it an excursion dropping in excursion. strength significantly but not but not quite reaching the threshold needed before rising again. Before, this before is when we are most at, at risk. As the field decays and then recovers its strength, the last excursion occurred 40,000 years ago, and evidence suggests we're heading in that direction again. The geomagnetic, Damn, field, hang on, the geomagnetic field has been lo losing 30% of its intensity in the last 3,000 years, said Dr. Thu Thuveni, or Thuveni, uh, but spell it, out, value, spell, spell, spell it out, spell it out, spell it out, spell it out. Because I'm going to look yeah, at Dr. T-H-O-U-V-E-N-Y. Okay. And then it continues. From this value, we predict it will drop near zero in a few centuries or a millennia. Now, I want there has to be a caveat to that. And it's near zero to where they're measuring. Okay, so if you look at if you ever look at any magnetic field, it's a big bubble up top and it goes down, it goes through the middle and then it comes back out of the bottom. Right. And it circles back on itself like an infinity symbol. Mm -hmm. It goes like this. That's the magnetic field. Now, in that waistband, if you take measurements there, it fluctuates greatly. It goes in and out and in and out. If you go up on the very top and take a measurement there where it hardly ever moves, the magnetic field hardly ever moves because it wants to squeeze and go up and down. So you got movement this way rather than a flex. So the measurements are very difficult in um, 
unreliable. It's like a, um, it, it's like a, an earthquake meter. It's going to tell you when it happens, but it's not going to, you're not going to be able to forecast with it. So, so you just me, can't. Let me ask you this. Then. No, it's like you're trying to squish two powerful magnets together that what like the opposite ends of the magnet the, and then it's just going to yeah. split right off. Yes. And that's what happens. And, but when you're, when you're, when you're actually applying force to the magnets, what you're doing is you're you're actually squeezing that magnetic field down. So you're that waistband is getting that waistband is getting thinner, and that and and that that point gets stronger, and that's why it starts to starts to wobble and and starts to do this with magnets, is because your magnetic field mm -hmm. is getting tight, tight, tight in the middle, and and then that's why once it, when it when it folds. When that point folds, the magnetic field folds. They'll, they'll, one of them will flip and they'll smack together. It's, it's a, it's a. There's so, you know, there's so much spring in a magnetic force. But anyway, go ahead. I'm, I'm so chatty. Sorry, guys. No, no, man. No, no, no don't worry about that. No, you're good. Yeah, I ain't tripping. I, I'll get in when I get in. <laughs> go so ahead, Trevor. Check this out. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, uh, Trev. I'm, I'm reading a bunch of stuff I, here. I, have, I got nothing. That that was it. That, I, that was just the, my backup for what I was saying. All right, and I'll jump in. So, yeah, go for it. Um, mm -hmm. let me ask you both, and and we can just keep it short because I just want to make sure I understand. So, do, so from what you both understand, from what you both heard, and what we just did with our minimal research, and I'm not talking about research that took two hours to do, just something to look <laughs> in and just based off what somebody that says that they're a professional in that field and gives their honest opinion, right? Do you think that both of your theories probably line up with each other? Just that, uh, because, uh, of, uh, the way, well, for one, there's a lot of argument is going to bother some people, whether the earth is round or flat. You know, you know that's some that's going through some people's mind right now. Another another debate for another time. Yeah, so <laughs> that's why I'm gonna I'm bringing this up for a reason because do you think that Atlantis and Antarctica is the same place? Do you guys both believe that? Well, I don't think that. Uh, I, let, let me correct this because I, there should be a caveat there. I think Atlantis maybe. I, I personally I don't believe it, but I think. There is strong evidence that that points that Atlantis may be on uh, uh, Antarctica okay, or, or you know what you know up archipelago of it. I'm gonna it's start. not actually the island of it. I'm yeah. gonna yeah I'm gonna start using that the strongest evidence that I've found because that's what I agree to the strongest evidence yeah. that I found just based off the little stuff that I have right I now. I just leveled up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm getting that getting that money, man. Making that coin. <laughs> I believe that Atlantis wasn't just one fixed to one place. I believe that there was multiple cities of Atlantis. Okay. All right. And Ooh. okay. So all right. So so oh. y'all both. So okay. So. Um, one of the one thing that I like to do, and it's gonna be like a teaching point, cause uh, I love doing this. Let me add to that. I, like I think it was just one more one location that was the main hub. Right. There was that yeah. one main hub, but I believe <clears throat> right. Just like, just like was, like like the so United there was States a hub and then ports. Yeah, like, just, like, ports. just like how yeah. in America we Port have embassies everywhere, and vice versa for other countries. 
yeah like those embassies city. and those embassies are actually considered your land from the country that you represent so you, when they have an embassy and from what i understand at least i could be wrong i don't know but that's from how from what i understand but one of the things that i like to do is because we all just said that we like to go to facts right let's go to the original source of where the idea of atlantis came from and the earliest most credible sources that we have that actually mentions anything about Atlantis comes from Plato. And he has two books, uh, Timaeus and the other one is Critias. That's how you say it, Critias. So he has two books. So for the Timaeus one, so this is what I like to do. Um, what um, On my phone, uh, on any computer, right, you can hit Control F. And it will come up a little box where you can search any word without having to read the whole text. Even if you read the whole book, you just want a quick reference or something, you hit control F on your computer and a little box come out. If you have an iPhone, you hit the three dots on the bottom, right? It'll say like finding page in there and you can type Atlantis. I don't know how to do it in Android, but I'm pretty sure it's the same. If not, you can just Google how to. Yeah, it's very, similar, the same. very similar, similar. Yeah, so yeah. I hit Atlantis, right? And the first thing that it says about Atlantis and this is from the version from, let me go back to the top. This goes by the, translated by Benjamin Jowett in 1871. 1871? Yep, 1871. It's translated. And this is what he says. He says, now in this island of Atlantis, there was a great and wonderful empire which had ruled over the whole island and several others, which Trevor, you talked about, sure. and over parts of the continent and furthermore, the men of Atlantis had subjected the parts of Libya within the columns of Heracles as far as Egypt and uh, Europe. Huh? Heracles. Sorry, bro. Go ahead. <clears throat> Yeah, Heracles. As far as Egypt, I, I when I when I um when I as first far as far as Egypt. Yeah. So. So it's putting it's putting it outside of the Mediterranean. It's putting it outside of the Mediterranean. So if you if you so geographically, if you look at Egypt. It's in the Mediterranean. The Mediterranean is a sea that comes to an end. Okay. At the end of the sea is Egypt on the bottom right-hand corner. Mm -hmm. If you were to travel the coastline mm -hmm. down the coast through the Straits of Gibraltar, through the Mediterranean Sea, around the African coast, and you went down the African coast. So this is my point. Where I think that... Atlantis is located that on the southern or on the east or western coast of Africa. It would be a long journey up this African coast and around all the way to Egypt, as far away as Egypt. Do you see what I'm, do you see my um, logic in that? You're and there's a couple of other things. You're talking about the structure, right? Yeah. You're talking about the Yeah. yeah. Yeah, what no. year did you say that guy wrote that book or he's writing this article? Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, you're fine. Was he 18 uh, or 17? 18, 1871, translated 18. by Benjamin Jowett. Can you see Jowett. my screen? Can you see my screen? Hold on. I can now, yeah. Hold on, let me grab a screenshot real quick. 
Nice. Stop moving it around. <laughs> Jason Greek. Like the alphabet is so weird. Just learning it. No, but <clears throat> nice. The, yeah, no problem. Uh the reason why I brought that up is because that's all it says. That's the first description. Uh so that's the very first description yeah. of Atlantis. Yeah, okay. I mean, I've read that before actually several times, but now that we're, I'm kind of really having to think about it. And then the last thing it says about Atlantis in, in this book or in this version, I should say, it says, of course, but afterwards there occurred violent earthquakes and floods. And in a single day and night of misfortune, all your warlike men in a body sank into the earth and the island of Atlantis is like manor disappeared in depths of the sea. So a violent um, eruption from the crust could have happened by accident. Well, so there's a theory that says there's there was a gigantic lake in Africa. That was left after the Younger Dryas, the snow melt coming down into Africa, and it, it pooled up in the, in the in the Saharas and the I mean, yeah, and the big plains and flatlands that, that all used to be lake, a giant lake, and that on the west coast of Africa, sometime around thirty to forty thousand years ago, <laughs> it broke loose. The land gave free. All that water rushed out and out across and then right out to the ocean. Um, and it would have it would have taken weeks for this water to run out. And it would have been instantaneously a devastating thing. You it would have made the ground shake. Um, with the water, the weight of the water rushing across the land could have easily caused earthquakes. Um the rumbling, the noise, it would have sounded like war. Um, the animals running and, and things like that. And then when the water hits, it would literally, like a power washer, would literally erase anything on the land there and wash it away. So somebody traveling could could one day have been in um, Atlantis, just speculation, in Atlantis, go do his trade route and come back and Atlantis is completely gone. Two weeks, three weeks later, completely gone. Just washed away. Nothing there. You know what I mean? That and that could be a story of of the ages. That that story could have been five, six, eight hundred years old, two thousand years old before it, you know, was written down. No, and and I'm, and I'm and I can't remember the name of that event. So let me actually, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and jump on here real quick. So go ahead and, um, Trevor, you want to say anything? That way, quick? I have a have a further listeners. No, I'm I'm good. All right, yeah. All right. So what I was going to say is that um that gives me perfect opportunity to talk about the Crataeus uh, one. I think I'm saying that right. I I just. Read it how I see it, I guess. Sure, that's it's fine. A, it's a translation by Benjamin Joet, the same one as the other one that I just said. And this one was in 1871. And there's four things mentioned about Atlantis in here. And the first thing is mentioned, it says, uh, let me find it, find the starting point. Of the combatants on the one side, the city of Athens was reported to have 
been the leader and to have fought out the war. The combatants on the other side were commanded by the kings of Atlantis, which, as was saying, was an island greater in extent than Libya and Asia. And when afterwards sunk by an earthquake became an impassable barrier. Remember, you mentioned that earlier. One of y'all mentioned that earlier of mud, mud to voyagers sailing from hence to any part of the ocean. Now, we just discussed all that, right? It's just y'all based off y'all from based off what y'all interpretation y'all we we literally mentioned that. Mm -hmm. That was literally mentioned. So the second one was. uh, Let me start a finding point. And Poseidon receiving for his lot the island of Atlantis begat children by immortal women and settled them in part of the island, which I have will describe. That's the second one. That doesn't give you really any clue of where the hell Atlantis is at. <clears throat> oh, let me go back. I hit it too many times. Uh the third one is well, I did that. <clears throat> I did that one already. I did that fool. What you talking about? Okay, Stupid yeah. Technology. No, no, I, I see what it's doing now. Okay, so here's the other one. He also begat and brought up five pairs of twin male children and dividing the island of Atlantis into ten portions. He gave to the firstborn of the eldest pair his mother dwelling and the surrounding allotment, which was the largest and best and made him king over the rest. The others he had, no, the others he made princes and gave them rule over many men in a large territory. That's the, that's that one. And the last one is such was the vast power, which the God settled in the lost Island of Atlantis. God is in lowercase. Yeah, I see. Can you it. see that? Yeah, I see it. Okay, so it's his name is um, Brad Yoon, B R A D Y O O N, and and his um, theory is that the um, great flood, Noah's great flood, and the flood that wiped Atlantis were one and the same, and it's that same flood that I was talking about that happened in Africa that deluged the whole. A whole a whole country, a few countries. Um, not like continent. Epic, epic Gilgamesh. But see, Gilgamesh, yeah. but see, this is the, this is the thing. This is coming from from a Greek. Okay, somebody that obviously wasn't there. So obviously, the traditional oral story was passed from people for many, many, many of the years, right? And I say that because um, Solon, I believe. Um, he was born in 630 BC, and that's where they say that the um, who gave Plato the information. Yeah, I can see that. Um, I'm a, I'm gonna edit everything out, like the the beginning stuff, and then the j- crap that we get off topic. That's like we just don't want really. We all don't really want on there. Like, it, 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 yeah, I got you, got you. And then it's just going to get easier because, like I said, I'm I'm learning it now. I'm learning this program now. I pay like uh, like a hundred and something bucks every year just to use it. 
And I just and I if you watch my beginning videos, I didn't it they don't really look like the, I mean they look good, but they're not like they're not like they're now. Like I feel like my they're yeah, like they're now. washed out because no, and and this and, and I'm gonna get into that too because uh, like I said, Plato is not actually the first person that knew about Atlantis. There was other individuals. They just get Plato. Yes, the, uh, that he got his knowledge from. Yeah, yeah the he, story that he heard. Yeah, so we we always have to go to the origins, and, and there's really no. Um, records that that I can that I that I've read personally that actually says anything other than what um, could be interpreted by uh, what Plato may have interpreted. I mean, there is talk about island and this and that, but um, well, here it's this right here. It says the whole re the whole region rose sheer out of the sea to a great height, but the, the part about the city was all a smooth plain enclosing it around about and being itself encircled by mountains which stretch as far as the sea and this plain had a level surface and was as whole rectangular in shape being 3000 strades long about 350 miles on either side and 350 miles or 250 miles wide um reckoning upwards from the sea and at this region, all along the island, faced toward the south and was sheltered from the northern blast. And the mountains which surrounded it celebrated all, su all surpassing all that now exist in number, magnitude, and beauty. So he's saying that the mountains there were higher than, than Mount Everest. He's saying they, were, they stretched longer around than the ocean itself and that the island itself the, the buildings were very plain and smooth, very unassuming, not grandeur at all. They were like mud huts, not, not mud huts, but like stucco. You know what I mean? Like that's how I'm picturing in my head when he says smooth and plain. So what region? I mean, yeah, I'm thinking South the African same thing it's kind of in insert now get from one edge of the island to the other edge of the island and see how see how far that is yeah it's about 216 <laughs> that's <laughs> the region that i think i don't know which one of them islands are or you see how you can see the topographical and the the floor the sea floor mapping Mm -hmm. But you see, you see all these other islands that aren't poking up out of the top, and they're under the water. Yeah, all oh, these right here, yeah. right here. Yeah, right there. yeah. Okay, here, here's a good one for you. Possible location for Atlantis. All right, scroll out and go between, um, uh, go over to Australia, and go start going out toward the right of, go toward the east, I guess. Okay, so now we want to go. Yeah, keep going to the right. Keep scrolling out to the right. Are you going over to the Great Barrier Reef? No, 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 not. Um, keep going. Um, try to zoom out a little bit so you can get Hawaii. No, no, no. I want. I want to see the whole Pacific Ocean. Yeah, see over there by Samoa, Tonga, New, um, South Pacific. Yeah, go toward where it says South Pacific. All the way bottom right. Bottom right, South Pacific Ocean. Keep going, keep going. You're going to have to zoom in a little bit. Wait, Saratoga, Chile. Keep going, though, a little bit. 
I think you got to roll up. I think you're going toward, yeah, you're too far down. Okay, now roll back over to the left. Okay, French Polynesia, Cook go. Island. Right. Okay, so there's Honolulu. Keep going to the left. It's between Honolulu and mm, start go go in the middle of the to go to your left. But yeah, with your cursor a little more to the left. See, there's a long string of like dots that go from the upper left corner down to the middle bottom. Yeah, start zooming in there. You can see I'm I'm looking for the Marshall Islands. See, there's Johnson Atoll. Yeah, you're close. Ooh, I think that's it. I think you landed right on it. Scroll, keep scrolling in where it says Johnston Atoll. No, that's that's Hawaii. That's way too close. You got to go way to the left. You're looking for Marshall Islands. Oh, right here. Down there, yeah. Right there. There you go. Now, keep going in on there. See, these are all islands in the middle of the fucking Pacific Ocean. The middle. So, I mean, what's the best, like, hub that you could have? Now you're looking for Kwajalein. Keep going. Keep going in. Yeah, no, it's the, yeah. Keep, um, oh, you're looking for the Kwajalein Atoll. It's going to be to the left. Is it going to be on this island, though? No, 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 no. You got to zoom out. You're, uh, you're, because there's too many islands. You just zoomed in on the wrong one. It's Kwajalein. It's called Kwajalein Atoll. Okay. Um, it's in the Marshall Islands, so you kind of got to search around for it a little bit. I'll be right back, gentlemen. All right. So, yeah, go right where it says Marshall Islands. On the word where it says Marshall Island. Go all the way on there. Yeah, and zoom in, yeah. I hate when it does that. That's Ala. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, that's the wrong one. Okay, so it's gonna be it's gonna be K W A J E E I L E I N. Hold on. K W A G J. Okay. No, I, see J. It. I see it. Kwajalein. J. Kwajalein Atoll. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I should have did that at first. Yeah, you should have told me that. Yeah, right here. Oh, we were we were two islands off. Look now, scroll out from there a little bit. You see the do you see the Air Force base right there? But scroll out a little bit. So we talked about Solon. We talked about Plato and how Atlantis was possibly in different locations. But 